Coming up on this episode of Audacity to Lead, perhaps you write blog posts, you will need images to back up your blog posts, and maybe you even run conferences, you run trainings. You will see the image, but you will not be able to read the text on the image. Inspiring, actionable content that helps you get focused, get started, and be impactful. This is Audacity to Lead. Hello and welcome to another episode of Audacity to Lead. I am Dio Samuel and I am your host. And this is the podcast where I give you the courage and necessary insight to step out and lead with more influence. This is that podcast where I teach you how to magnetize, mesmerize and monetize your message and audience online. So if you're a coach looking to develop a compelling message, a marketable product and program and a meaningful platform, you're in the right place. And of course, of course, if you're a consultant, you're also welcome. This is where I show you how to do what needs to be done to get your business moving forward, your business and your leadership moving forward. So today on this particular episode, I'm going to be walking you through, I'm going to be sharing with you 17 online tools for you to create your content and to create your marketing materials so let me take you back to how this actually got started well if you're listening to this podcast for the first time i want to say thank you for tuning in today and if i was been listening to this podcast i want to say thank you for joining me again today it's a privilege to serve you it's a privilege to have you back on the podcast today well to jump into what i'm going to be sharing with you which is the online tools for the visual content creator and marketer. I'm going to be sharing with you 17 of those tools. And just to give you a little background, earlier today, I had a call with a client of mine. And this client of mine, I actually do most of her visual works for her. And she was getting to tell me, okay, she was telling me at that point that, okay, We've done this, we've done blog header, we've done social media adverts, we've done logo, we've created your logo, we've created my logo, according to her, she said we've created my logo, we've created flyers, we've created blog header, and we're going to work on Facebook cover photo, and a couple of things are official materials. Now, as we, we are going to work on that, she's just asked me and said Daya I want you to get on Google Hangout with me and show you and show me how you do images or better of how I can create social media images such that I can write um, quotes such that I can write um, just maybe a couple of things that I should be able to do myself to at least continue putting something on social media and I said no problem Instead of getting on a Google Hangout with you, let me just tell you some of the things you can use. And right there and then, I just gave her a couple of things. And then, as I was getting set to do this particular podcast episode, it just crossed my mind that, well, if she could have asked me how much more you that you're listening to me right now, who probably 
are looking for okay how can i create images how can i create something that's to do with with um visual content now if you think back i usually teach that it is not everybody that can write it is not everybody that can talk and it's not everybody that can actually put their faces on a video and put it out there now recently i just started working with video i just started pushing and putting out videos and my plan is to actually do that once a week now i'm doing a combination of that video sometimes i'm trying to put my face and then the other time i'll use a screencast now while i'm trying that it's not everybody that could actually do that and the reason i'm trying that is because i talk much more than i write if i have to write someone close to me has actually noticed recently that anytime i'm typing something that i'm trying to write something my lips are moving and she noticed that while my lips are moving one day she asked me she said why do you always talk when you're typing and i said oh everything i'm trying to type I'm trying to say them before I actually type them. So it's a lot easier for me to say something than to type. So you may not be the type of auditory communicator. You may be the visual communicator who likes to show things. Some of us like to say things. And some people actually like to scribe things. So perhaps you are the type who likes to show things. This particular podcast episode is for you. But then let me even explain to you why should you pay attention to the things I'm going to be sharing within this episode why does it matter to you why do you have to care why do you have to learn about these tools for you to create the visual content for your marketing materials or whatever well if you are a podcaster like myself you host a podcast or you are a co-host of a podcast you know you definitely need images for your podcast episodes perhaps you write blog posts you will need images to back up your blog posts and maybe you even run conferences, you run trainings, you run seminars and workshops. You need materials, conference materials, PowerPoint slides, or maybe even webinar presentations. And it could even be maybe your adverts. You need to create an advert as fast as possible and you don't have the time to look for a designer to help you with that. It could even be as simple as your social media update for maybe Facebook, for Instagram, or whatever so that's why it's important you actually learn about the tools i want to share with you today so i'm sharing with you 17 tools in all but i'm going to classify them in different categories about five categories or so first category is going to be the image resource where you're able to get images to use second is going to be color resource the third is going to be icons the fourth is going to be fonts and then the last category of what i'm going to be sharing with you is how to put them all together in a very fast manner so you once again you're welcome to audacity to lead like i said this is the podcast where i teach you how to magnetize mesmerize and monetize your audience my goal is so that you can get focused get started and be impactful that is why i'm doing it so let me get into the particular category for the image resource first resource that you need to that you can use now the image resource is where you can actually get pictures images to use for illustrations or you need 
whether vector or bitmaps you need them to use first place that you can get to um not in a particular order anyway but have five of them that i'm going to be sharing with you first off is pixels.com pixels is spelled as p-e-x-e-l-x-e-l-s now the correct spelling used to be p-i-x-e-l-s but then i believe for branding's sake they changed it to p-e-x-e-l-s.com now pixels.com is actually an image library all you need to do is go there and you can search for any image you're looking for and you don't have to give attributions or credit to their images second now that's pixels.com second is unsplash.com unsplash is spelled as u-n-s-p-l-a-s-h.com now how unsplash works is this if you get to their website you see a couple of images that you can download right away and i think you can also see the archives of what they've sent out to their email list over time now while that is quite interesting the interesting part of this whole deal is that you can actually subscribe in fact this is the best way to use it you subscribe and every you subscribe with your email and every 10 days you receive 10 new images in your inbox now how cool is that Number three is Mogfile. Mogfile is spelled as M-O-R-G-U-E-F-I-L-E.com. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to include all the links to all these resources in the show notes for this particular episode. So, if you come over to adastatelite.com where you downloaded this podcast, you are going to find it right there. So, mogfile.com is spelled as M-O-R-G-U-E-F-I-L-E. Now, a couple of times I've tried to use mogfile, I notice I can type words and search for them. But sometimes it doesn't give the exact words I'm searching for. So, sometimes it brings illustrations, kind of. So... That is Mogfile for you. The one I have used in 2014-2015, the site I used the most for my images is Comfight. In fact, almost all the classes I taught that time, whether on social media marketing, whether on internet marketing, or doing business online, or even my blogging classes, or even graphic classes that I held privately, I've always... and I even remember projects that I worked on, both book designs, images for website headers. Some of them I actually accessed them at compfight.com, which is the fourth resource, fourth image resource I'm going to be sharing with you. And compfight is spelled as C-O-M-P-F-I-G-H-T.com. Now, how compfight works is this is a search directory. So you use keywords to search the concept that you're looking for. And it brings out results for you. Now, you will have to be careful because the comfort is powered by Shutterstock. So, sometimes you might find images that you like and you click on it and it takes you to Shutterstock. And it says you should pay. So, you should look at what you're clicking before you actually click. So, that's that for that. Now, the fifth resource under the image category is Pixabay.com. Now, Pixabay is spelled as P-I-X-A-B-A-Y dot com. Now, I just recently discovered 
this after I purchased the new app for my Android phone. And then I noticed that the app pulls images from a particular site. And so one day I was looking at it and then I tapped. I said, where is this particular app picking images from? Because immediately I opened the app. In fact, let me open the app and see if you can. Now, this app is called Word Swag. Now, the moment I click on the images, just said search Pixabay images. So I was like, Pixabay images. What does that mean? And then it was that curiosity that got me to discover this. So I just recently discovered that. And then, and that is Pixabay. And what I discovered was on Splash that I mentioned earlier on, actually receives some images from Pixabay. In fact, when I checked, I discovered that 8,839 images have been sent to Unsplash from Pixabay. So that tells me that Pixabay is a very large resource um, center for images. So if you are looking for images, you can simply go to pixabay.com, unsplash.com, mugfile.com, comfight.com, and pixabay.com. Any of those five, you should be able to find the images you're looking for. And here's how you can actually use it. In case one doesn't work, you can switch to another website and try to find the one that works. So that's number one category for image resource. Now, second resource is the color resource. Now, why is color resource very important? A couple of times I've seen social media posts that you will see the image, but you'll not be able to read the text on the image. So sometimes you need to be able to balance the color. Sometimes you need to be, well, I actually studied design in school. That is, while I was in the university, it was design that I studied. I actually, I'm a professional graphic designer, not just <laughs> someone who actually learned. I actually studied graphic design in school. So it, um, Color has been something I work with almost every day, including today. So that's why I'm sharing this color resource with you because it's important you actually understand how colors work and how you can blend your colors, how you can um, create color contrast, colors that complement each other, colors that blend with each other. So to do that online, there are two tools I'm going to be sharing with you. The first is Adobe Color CC, which you can find at color.adobe.com. Now, what this does is that it allows you to create color schemes that fit your branding. Now, what makes it easy is that it has something called Color Palette Generator, which simply allows you to see the codes and the hexadecimal numbers you are using for your color selection, and you can compare them as well. What I recommend is that once you are about to create something, create a visual content, I recommend you just go over to color.adobe.com and check out the colors you want to use so that you can see the colors that blend or the colors that contrast it or the colors that will complement what you're about to do. Now, those are three categories of color uses that I just mentioned. You can either have color as a blend, you can have color as a contrast, or you can have color as complementary. Now, that said, Second tool you can use is Colorzilla.com. Now, Colorzilla works more like a Chrome, like an extension, so to say. And it's more like, yes, it's an extension. And you can have it as a fire, 
Fox extension or Chrome extension, whichever of the two you are using. And how it works is that it picks the color you have on your screen such that you can pick a color from your screen and use it in your design or in the image, in the material you're trying to create. Now, sometimes when you do a PowerPoint presentation and it's kind of clumsy for people to read, sometimes it could be the images, sometimes it could be the colors. Most often, it's the color that is the issue. So, it's very important you actually understand this in the bar color. Now, what I found that in my own um, trial is that Colorzilla kinds of work more for gradient colors. Now, by gradient color, what do I mean? Gradient color simply means colors that go from a lighter shade to a darker shade or from a color blended with another color in the same area, such that you are seeing sky blue going into royal blue or navy blue. Now, all that is just is some of what um, Colorzilla does for you. But I recommend that you go out, check it out, Colorzilla.com, and try it for yourself. Number three category that I'm going to be sharing with you is icons. And you know, sometimes you have to do designs that you just basically need flat icons, flat illustrations and representations and such. You need to, maybe you are designing a homepage, a blog homepage, and you need to illustrate social media or you need to illustrate training or you need to illustrate shop. The icons that you can use. And there are two resources that I have used over time to get icons. First of all is what I call elegant font, elegant icon font, or how should I say it? Elegant fonts is where I found it. I actually found it at elegantthemes.com. I'm going to include the resource on, I'm going to include the link to that so that you can download it right on this podcast episode. So what I did was I went to elegantthemes.com and I downloaded the elegant fonts. So I have it on my system. Anytime I have to do anything, that's where, that's the first place I go to. And it contains about 360 icons that are flat out usable anytime. But perhaps you need to work online and you need to use icons. Another place that I have gone to that has worked is flaticon.com. Now, here you get icons, avatars, and cartoons. And this is particularly useful when you're trying to come up with an illustration of something. Some of what you've be looking for could include maybe shopping cart icons or social media logos like I mentioned earlier on. So that is the third category icons which of course if you're designing something like let's say a social media workshop you need social media icons. Now icons are the things you can basically use. Some of them are actually logos of companies, logos of organizations that you can also find so that said the next thing you've found an image you found um you've chosen your colors you've chosen the icons you want to use of course you are going to write the things you will need to write on your design now there are two tools i've used for fonts so far 
And in this font category, I'm going to be sharing the two of them with you. The first place I go to anytime I need a font or I'm trying to work with a font is dafont.com. D-A-F-O-N-T dot com. And when I go to dafont.com, I simply look at the new category. The new category simply has, has fonts that people just sit down and come up with and they just create the font. That's why sometimes when I design, people ask me, what kind of font, what font did you use for that? And I say, um, let me go and check. Because <laughs> I actually don't store the names in my head. So I go to dafont.com to pick a font. And of course, okay, when I get to the point of you putting them together, I'm going to explain how you can use the font when you need to use them but then let's say you want to use a particular font and you're thinking of how do i combine this font there's a tool for font combinations you can actually compare fonts by side by side by looking at okay if i choose this font what kind of fonts will go with it now to check that I'm going to give you a particular link that you can check, which is fembot.github.io slash google type. Now, that may look like a long link for you, so I'm going to include the link in the show notes for this podcast episode again. Now, that's fembot, F-E-M-M-E-B-O-T dot G-I-T-H-U-B dot io slash google hyphen type so once you are able to find the font combinations then you can now go to dafont.com to download the fonts if you need the font on your system but perhaps you want to work entirely with an online tool this is where you learn to put them together you've found images you need to use you've chosen the color scheme you want to use you found the icons and you found a font you want to work with. Now, this is how to put them together. And here I'm going to be sharing with you where to actually create your visual content, your visual images and videos. So it's not just images I want to share with you. So first off, let's look at how to put them together. First, as a picture, there are one, two, three, four, five, six tools I'm going to be sharing with you. Number one is the popular canva.com. Now, once you get on Canva, you can select the type of image you want to create, whether blog post, social media post, for, um, Facebook cover, or you want to create a Twitter header or a blog header. It could even be a book cover. You can create that on Canva. Now, what you do is this. You, when you get on Canva, you found your image. You've downloaded the image you need. You've seen the font combination you want to use. You've seen the icons you want to use. Of course, Canva has icons, so you can also get icons from Canva. You've seen the icons you want to use. You've seen the combinations you want to use. You've also seen the pictures you want to use. Now, you bring them into Canva. And then you create your image considering the fonts, considering the colors, considering the icons that you want to combine together on the image you're using. Now, Canva is number one. Number two is peakmonkey.com. 
And I think you might not be hearing that for the first time. But then, let me introduce a couple of new ones. Okay, before I introduce the new one, let me mention Pixlr. Pixlr is spelled as P-I-X-L-R dot com. Now, you can also go to Pixlr dot com and create images from there. But then, let me introduce two new ones that I somehow just discovered. Well, they've been in existence for a while, just that I've not really seen them being used popularly. So, the first is Google Drawings. And if you actually have a Gmail account right now, you have access to Google Drawings. And the interesting part I like about Google Drawings is that you can actually create something on Google Drawing and share it with somebody such that the person can also go ahead and edit it. So... Like, if you want to work as a team to create a design. Now, Google Drawings works much more like Adobe Illustrator. Search, you can, you have basically all the tools that a normal designer, a professional designer has. So, that's Google Drawings. It's an entirely online tool. You don't need to download the software. You don't need to use any software. And it works pretty amazing. It has rulers, it has dimensions that you can use anytime you need to create anything. So basically, but there's a learning curve to Google Drawings anyway. So you might need to maybe spend a couple of time to play around, tweak some things so that you get it the way you need to use it. Now, that is one. So you can get that at Google Drawings. Second is, um, and lastly actually, Relay that now. Relay that is R E L A Y T H A T. Now, relay that is also a tool that I discovered recently in the process of trying to check out how it works. I think I was distracted, so I left it and bounced off to something else. But relay that is also something that is also another tool, online tool entirely that you can use. But then, let's say you are looking at creating video. And you need to create a video for um, your social media post or maybe social media advert or maybe your video presentation. You just need to create a short video, a quick video. Now, if you are thinking of creating a quick video, I found a tool recently. And actually, this is a tool that has just a couple of months ago or maybe a couple of weeks back just been released and it is called adobe spark post which you can find at spark.adobe.com now first off i need to let you know that for you to create anything for you to even log in into adobe spark post you need to create an adobe account now if you create that remember adobe cc that i mentioned earlier on if you create an Adobe account, it allows you to log in into all of Adobe products, both paid and premium, both um, free and premium. Well, you know, once it mentions, once it comes to premium, it means you need to actually pay some things. So, Adobe Spark Post actually works entirely free. It's completely free, and it allows you to create images. But the part that I'm sharing with you right now is where it allows you to create videos. And there are video templates already made, pre-made templates that are there that you can use. And the interesting part is if you use an iPhone, Adobe Spark Post exists as an iPhone app as well. So you can 
basically try that out. And now that I mentioned app, somebody may be thinking, well, if I want to do all of this with my phone, how can I do that? Now, the interesting thing is I, I wasn't thinking of adding an app when I actually sat down to create this particular episode. But because that jumped into my mind, I'm going to simply share with you two, okay, let me not just say two. I'm going to share with you apps for, let's say you use a, um, let me see, BlackBerry phone. You can download an app called InstaText. If I am correct, you can download InstaText. I think that's what I was using when I was using uh, um, a BB10. So if you're using a BB10, you can download InstaText. But I'm going to be focusing much more on Android and an iPhone. If you're using an iPhone, you can download. In fact, most often when I'm working with somebody or I'm speaking with somebody who has an iPhone, I just tell the person, go ahead and download Word Swag. Word Swag is maybe $10 or $3 product that you can just download once and for all. You won't need to download anymore and you can try out your hands your hands on that. Now, that's what swag. You can also download Textgram. If you are using an Android phone, you can download the Textgram app and you can use that to create your images. But perhaps you look for something more professional, you can go ahead and purchase what swag just as I did, um, as I mentioned earlier on. So, this is how you can go ahead, put this to practice and create several social media posts that will help you Put your business in front of more people will help you to get um, the attention of a lot of other people who might not always read the post you write. In fact, my recommendation is if you're writing a post, have an image, a custom image for that post that goes along with that post. So whether you're sharing on social media or you're sharing on your blog post or you are even writing just for Instagram, this is how you can always get your pictures created every time or your videos created every time and i hope this podcast this particular episode was helpful to you like i promised every first week i get to sit down with you like this and just walk you through something as a detailed now i hope the next time i'm going to be sitting with you again i'm going to be taking you into something even as detailed or much more detailed than this but then next week on this podcast, we are going to be having an interview with someone phenomenal, someone very interesting. And I hope you also tune in next week, Tuesday, as I bring you another episode of Audacity to Lead. Once again, I want to say thank you for joining me on this episode of Audacity to Lead. Like I said, my goal is to help you magnetize, mesmerize, and monetize your message and audience online so that you can make more impact and make more income from whatever it is you do. Whether you're a coach, you're a consultant, speaker, trainer, pastor, or you're an author. My goal is to help you create compelling message, create a marketable product or program, and also to have and launch a meaningful platform. 
this time again next week i'm going to be joining you but before then i hope you get to become more focused and get started with these and also be impactful till i come your way again next week enjoy yourself and have a wonderful week and by the way happy new month